The following is brought to you by the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 3,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 100 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. This is Jordan Grace, and you're listening to the Social Suplex Podcast Network. BWB, this is One Nation Radio. You better get it right. Rich Ladder, James Boyd came to give them life. The Blackest Wrestling Podcast has come to kick all life. And drop it six feet if they kick it trash. Word, let me welcome y'all to something different. And if you dig it, man, you should let some friends listen. We be getting it in, that's on the regular, dude. Ravish and flow, but this shit rule. See, James don't rap, so I had to break it down. The whole network, man, we coming for the crown. Raps in the columns, I keep them both covered. Making the beats too, so the listeners can bump it. Hit us with the rating, yeah, I'm saying it's a five. Before you hit it, talk, bob your head side to side. It's One Nation Radio, and this is the beginning. It's Rich, and I'm here with James. It's time to listen to One Nation. The power of This is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. February 17th edition of One Nation Radio here. Uh, I am your host, Rich Ladin. Of course, I am here with my co-host, James Boyd. It is Michael Jordan's birthday. What's going on, James? Not too much. Yeah, it is Michael Jordan's birthday. I didn't even think about that all day until you mentioned it. Yeah. Fresh off the uh, All-Star game and Elimination Chamber. We uh, This is your Elimination Chamber post-show. Fortunately, I'm not streaming this anywhere, so you guys are all going to have to hear it at the same time, but uh, it's all good. James, what you got going on, man? Not too much. Just finished a good pay-per-view by WWE on a on a shitty build and, and short uh, short build as well, and I uh, saw the end of the All-Star game. I think there's, I think uh, Cain Velasquez uh, is on right now, or is about to be on, but uh, now I'll get to that when I get to that, but yeah, um, good Sunday night, man. Good Sunday night. Yeah, man. Uh, make sure you guys are rating and reviewing us on iTunes, Podbean, wherever you listen to us. And make sure you tell all your friends about the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Make sure you guys check out our friends at powerslam.tv. The link will be in the annotation. And if you guys are a fan of independent wrestling, they have over 4,000 hours of footage from all th- around the world. If you use the code Social Suplex, you'll get your free month's trial. Make sure you visit Pro Wrestling Tees, especially Monday through Wednesday. They're having a sale uh, 20% off. This is the perfect time to get your One Nation Radio t-shirt as well as all the other t-shirts on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. If you want to support the whole network, we got the Ricky and Clive ones up there. Got the Keeping It Strong Styles out there. And of course, make sure you visit our Patreon as well. You'll be able to hear the sideline segment, which was um, a riot to record, as well as uh, Goldberg, The Road to 173-0, other various uh, random like shows that are on our $1 tier, which is kind of like our entry level. And if you want to take it up a notch, you'll get that Goldberg series. But um, make sure you guys are also checking out all the other great shows on the network. 
keeping the strong style Warford watches all things elite the Omega Luke wrestling podcast grown men watch this shit in the Ricky and Clyde wrestling show James we got a lot to get to with uh, Elimination Chamber I'm coming off the high of uh, Kofi Kingston uh, damn near climbing the mountaintop and that was one of the more emotional matches uh, that I've watched in WWE in a really long time yeah, yeah. Uh, this is one of those situations to where uh, I hope they know what the hell they what the hell they've done by doing this, um, <laughs> because you know um, I, I kept thinking, you know, we Kofi's one of those guys who is along with like is and you know got more of a push or whatever, and the Dolph Ziggler's or you know the era of Cody and like the era of guys from that early two th- that late mid-card scene and you know you see where Cody's gone we see where Dolph Ziggler is and we see where uh, we see where Miz has been throughout uh, and ups and downs his career and like you know uh, Kofi compared to Dolph Ziggler and Miz Kofi never got it never got his 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 opportunity his, his chance like I think the closest thing you really get to Cody is like like that, him and his brother uh, went into tag titles and uh, together to Shield, and um, possibly when he got screwed over by by Sandow at that Money in the Bank, and we thought there was going to be a situation where he was going to, you know, win that win that briefcase for Sandow, but it didn't happen. We had to we needed cannon fodder for for John Cena. Um, it was nice for Kofi to finally get like, and I mean, as a solo act, obviously he's had plenty of moments as a New Day, but that was something different, like this is something different and this came out of nowhere and i like it's it's bittersweet because like i'm so happy for him but i'm also kind of still like damn damn ali damn mustafa like this this like i can't necessarily say this could have been him because like there's all the emotional weight of kofi has so much more being a person that no it's the emotional weight of I we people have been around they've seen Kofi for like eleven years or whatever it's been, and like he's somebody that's been up and up and around the mid card for so long, and he's never been somebody that you would ever say you hated. He's not somebody ever had you ever had a reason to turn on at any point in time or anything like that. So like he's a person that's kind of been like you look at everybody on the roster for all these years, be like, you look uh, around a fandom as far as like people that like all generally are like uh, generally check, just checks off the box for almost you almost universally liked at the least. Right. He's one of those. He's that guy. He's up there hot. So him getting these five, these last five days, like you can see how this happened. Right. Yep. So it wouldn't have been the same thing as the Ali thing um, because it's still a newer at, and he's still like he, he would have got over huge, but he wouldn't have gotten over like this. And I mean, they're gonna have to make a decision. Like, and and I hope they know what they've gotten themselves into because after the after uh Tuesday and after tonight, like he needs to be the challenger of WrestleMania. Yeah. Um and, and looking at where Kofi's been throughout his whole career, as you mentioned, he's just been this respected guy for all these years, never really got his chance. And then literally called into action, pulled off the bench and he just produces, uh, in what I'm calling the greatest, <laughs> like the new best elimination chamber match ever. Like this, like that, that last sequence, it just felt like the, the weight of everything. And I'm not going to run away from this at all. Like, 
there's only been one black WWE champion, and it felt like we were real close to number two. Um, oh, let's clear case for people that are going to get inside their 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 white fragility. No, man, like this is this. He's absolutely right. Like, and don't give me no bullshit about Booker T or Mark Henry in the in the heavyweight title. But that was always the secondary. That was always the second title. The same way that the WWE title right now is the secondary title. Like, simply talking about Vince McMahon's daddy's belt. Yeah, it has always been like The Rock is the only person. Uh, <laughs> is the only person of African descent to. Uh, to have that belt so we can go from there so yeah sorry yeah. about that i just wanted to get people to, to be out here what, 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 what about but what about these nuts yes. so <laughs> so go ahead and like when kofi was standing on the top of the chamber it just felt like this is the plight and this might be a little bit deep maybe i'm thinking about it a, a, a little bit too hard and reaching for something that ain't there but it hit me and it hit a lot of people um, across, you know, our, our friends shout out to Rob and he was, he was texting us. Uh, it was like tears, uh, you know, watching what, what, what Kofi did. It was like when he jumped off, it was like, I knew he was going to miss like the whole, it, he's, he's, he's destined right. to miss. Like, of right. course he can't be the man like in, in this fucking world. Like that, that's what it felt like. It, it was like the plight of, of, of the black male experience in America. And it, it was like, you jump and you don't know, what's on the other side it could be something or it could be nothing and unfortunately for Kofi it was nothing but you couldn't tell that arena that and when the when the new day ran in at the end it was just such a phenomenal moment and I'm gonna watch that again uh before I go to sleep tonight and there are only a you know us watching wrestling right now we're so deep into it. We know so much about what goes on backstage. We know so much about how these guys' careers like play out. And we tend to, you know, we root for obviously the people that we're drawn to, right? And but sometimes mm-hmm. there's just something that happens in a match where you just feel like, yo, I'm about to just commit here. And I don't care what's going on they had an opportunity i would i i was joking around saying make a star you cowards like just b- put the belt on them. but <laughs> this was just a perfect story i don't know like even necessarily how i would drop a rating on that like for me that's the best match that's happened in wwe on the main roster this year it's like i don't i don't know how to describe like how excellent that that ending was and Daniel Bryan, of course, was ex- has been excellent these last five days uh, in making, literally making Kofi Kingston a, a main event guy now. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't think you can make an argument that aside from the World Rumble match, which was a, which turned out to be a huge, turned out to be a disappointment. Like ever since he turned heel, at least in the ring, or at least phrase it, ever since like he started having matches with uh, with like Andrade. And the uh, after SummerSlam, and then going into the Brian stuff, or sorry, the uh, the style stuff, like he's back to like wrestling at the quality of like Daniel Bryan, you know, back when he was in the peak of the run. Except like he had a heel turn, and now he's a top heel. But like he like all the in ring excellence is just there. It's like it's amazing how 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 much rust he's knocked off since since SummerSlam when you know people were writing him off, and now he's back is being. Regular old Daniel Bryan again, um, but yeah, like I, I mentioned to you off air, uh, that now Kofi like 
he gave Kofi a lot in this thing, like to get him all the way over. Like it would have been enough if he had just hit his knee, the hit that knee the first time and pinned him right there, and that would been perfectly fine. But once Kofi kicks out, like that's that has been one of the more protected finishers in the entire company. Uh, quiet, quiet as it's kept, like since ever since he started doing the bicycle knee at SummerSlam 13. Like all, only people that have kicked out of it now at this point are Roman Reigns at Fastlane 2015. Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series uh, last year, and now Kofi. Um, like you know, this thing, you know, it's one of that. I mean, it's this thing is um, is where we are now with him. Um, and he got him over huge, and I, I, it just kept building and building and building, and like you just see it, like oh yeah, we forget that like, dang up, these are two geniuses, you know. Like have their have their PhD in wrestling <laughs> years and had them years ago and they're in the ring together. But the thing is, like you just kind of forget that like Kofi used to, used to be one of the very best like in ring performers or, or TV uh, match guys in this generation because he's been doing so many the ta- so much of the tag team goofiness or whatever else and having great doing great stuff with the New Day at times too or a lot of time. But like. You- as you said it, like for him to just knock the dust off, oh, hey, Kofi, you know, you haven't, you, you haven't done, you only had like maybe like, you know, maybe 20 singles matches over the last four years. Can, can you go an hour? Yeah. Okay, Vince, I got you. I got you. <laughs> and then, and then this is like, you kind of forget that they do what, like, like exactly how uh, Xavier and Biggie have been putting it, like, this dude has been a legend, is uh, a living legend, and you just you haven't really slept on it for so long. It's like you look up and you look back. He's like, yeah, kind of is a legend, kind of, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I love the joke you made. Uh, Kofi Kingston is <laughs> better than Jay White. We'll get to that oh, yeah. like later, but um, yeah, and, and ain't nobody look Jay White ain't made ain't made nobody feel like that not one time. Yeah. Um. Kofi Kingston, he eliminated Randy Orton. I really enjoyed that, and I felt like it, this this match was the story of Kofi Kingston. It was like I had to put away this demon that that has literally haunted my career ever since. It was like, man, you were in there, with Randy Orton, and one way or another, Kofi quote unquote blew it or whatever, right? And Randy mm-hmm. Orton was being, you know, Randy Orton, and essentially killed his main event push dead in the tracks. And he finally came back, got. And you know, got rid of Orton. This, it, yeah, it was just, it was such a beautiful match. Like, and, and you know, Kenny Omega likes to talk about the beauty of professional wrestling. Well, that was it um, in this match. So, uh, Daniel Bryan retains. Like, I don't know where they go from here. Like, I, I hope that that you know, we can <clears throat> we can get the new day like all the way back up. Uh, Sir Sam wrote a great column advocating for the new day. Um, you know, being a part of the WrestleMania, uh, whatever member, uh, being a part of the WrestleMania title match, I don't see why not. That we we've we've talked at for months on this show about the SmackDown babyfaces being in fucking turmoil, and yeah. they 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 backdoor themselves into <laughs> a guy that has all the credibility in the world to be a main eventer. He's just never been given a chance. Right. Yeah, and the crazy part about it is. You look at what was laid out, and if you assume, and I, well, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll find out eventually. Like, but if you assume that like everything that that just came to Kofi 
was what was meant for Mustafa Ali. Like, they were doing, they basically knocked out the part what their plan was to get Ali over. Except it ain't Ali, it's another guy. So, like, I don't know where they go from here. I mean, maybe I'm assuming um, if I were them, I would I would have them do a match to determine, like, Ali, he missed a spot. Um, Kofi, so you make it where, like, you you come out Tuesday or whatever. What, However you do whatever else, you make it to where it's Kofi versus uh, versus Ali. The winner gets Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania or at Fastlane or whatever else. Or they have a match at Fastlane to determine who goes to WrestleMania, whatever. Um, and then you go from there. And then and then you work on that, and and if I were them, I I go with Kofi, and then I move uh, Mustafa on to Joe or whatever else. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I do. Um, but still build him. You're still working on building him, and it, and it's going. You're gonna have to give occupy him with something else to do right now. But like right now, he's gonna be on the back burner from now until after WrestleMania because it needs to be Kofi versus Brian at WrestleMania somehow, some way, yeah. or Fastlane, something like. Preferably at WrestleMania though. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I want it. Period. I, I want it. Like in period. And yeah, I, I want Kofi to win the belt. Like, <laughs> like yeah. this is non-negotiable at this point. And it's like I never thought I would have said this. Like. Yeah, man, we need this. Like, like, I, 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 um, how do I say this? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not as. Uh, I mean, we'll see where this goes as far as where they decide to take it and maybe try to um, further, um, further heat it up. Because you look at what they're doing with Becky, and it's like, yeah, like they, um, like. <laughs> Outside of maybe two or two things, like outside of two things, I think are things where like she could somehow. I, I know people are gonna be like, "This sounds crazy," but like she could even be as over as she is as she beat the hell out of Ronda and and Charlotte. And I, I'm not sure we'll get to that. And I'm so I'm just gonna leave that short here. But she could still somehow be. She could still be more over than she actually is right now, which is very fucking over. And the same thing with the Kofi thing is, if they keep building this or whatever, take some care with it. And when Brian's the right heel for this person, Brian is utterly beatable, but and he's um and he's and he's not a cool heel either. Like he could de- he could definitely be somebody that we're like, yeah, beat him, give Kofi the belt, yeah, and go from there where you set up a ne- another heel or whatever else or somebody else to take it, sh- uh, make him a short term champion. But the way he has people behind him right now, you can't say like you know he doesn't move merch or no shit like that. New day have moved merch for years, so yeah. like. There's no excuse other than to not do it, other than not do it because, like, you don't want to take the layup because you have plans. And my question is, what the fuck are your plans with Daniel Bryan anyway? Right. So and, and it don't like you to... have anything. It don't like you have really anything down. Like, it looked like the plan was for him to challenge Ali, and he just beats Ali because Ali and, and it says Ali to go through more of the roster, and then eventually get another title opportunity months down the line. I say title opportunity. WWE speak a title shot months down the line. Have half a year down the line so and then like re- and go through the roster to get to that that potential uh place again but he's already somebody that has credibility so you can just really just go with it right now 
And that's a th- been the thing with Daniel Bryan is like, where the fuck has his WrestleMania plan been? Like, <laughs> like why has this not like become public? It, you it know just, why? Because they haven't had up. one, James. That's why. Right. They haven't had. And then one. it just came. And then and sheer and do the sheer fucking luck. And then just you know, like it, it it's dropped off on their doorstep doorstep right there perfectly. Like it was there the whole time under our underneath our noses. We didn't even realize it. And uh, because he was a tag guy, yeah. One th- one thing we did realize though, James, is Braun Strowman is never the fucking. He will never be fucking be the same again. And we've documented his slow descent in real time. Uh, and perhaps he gets no lower than doing a job for Baron Corbin, regardless of how uh, the circumstances happen. Uh, Baron Corbin defeated Braun Strowman. Yes, y'all heard that correct. Uh, in a no DQ match uh, with the help of the, the ratings killing team of Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. And they hit him with a shield power bomb through two tables off of the stair steps inside the middle of the ring. <laughs> they have literally they have birthed Braun Strowman they held him up then they just started like chipping away essentially like cutting at him like he's a bonsai tree or something like and it, it's just like what did he do to y'all <laughs> I don't know man uh, it was a sad day like you look at all of the moments on this show, and this is this is proof that like all the heat they get. If they, if this is proof that like all the heat, like none of that shit was worth it that they've done over the years when they had these mediocre cards or these cards that like are okay, but like they just bury, they just litter with heat, and then they wonder why like people are upset with them. Like wrestling wise, in ring inside the ring, like the bell to bell product, this was not a good show. Right, but you gave the sh- but you gave the crowd the results that they wanted, and what do you know? It turned out to be a really good show, and the crowd was involved in throughout the whole entire thing. And they got a little tired after uh, Becky took blew the roof off the damn stadium, beating the hell out of Charlotte and Becky. <laughs> but um, outside of that, everyone's into the show. And then you go out there, and they had a match that you knew wasn't going to be good. And then oh, uh, and then they went out there and did exactly what you thought they were going to do, like. McIntyre's gonna come out, but not only did McIntyre come out, Lashley brought his ass out. It is and it's so weird because Braun Strowman makes a save for 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 Angle and Finn on Monday. Monday, that was six days ago. But but then when it's when Braun Strowman getting his ass whooped, ain't no friends, ain't none, Bruh. So you you said something so. They took Braun Strowman out of the match with Brock Lesnar last month because they yes. didn't want to beat him. Correct. Their their answer to this was to have him now lose to Baron Corbin. Yes. We don't want to beat him with Brock. We don't want to have Brock Lesnar beat Braun because it will damage him. So next month we'll go out there and we'll beat him with, with Baron fucking Corbin, a dude that came out there and got – Got no pop whatsoever when he came out. No booze, no cheers, just crickets. Boy. A dude that, when he was lording over the show um, in early or late December, he was cratering the ratings. So they had to fire and blame the bad writing of the show on him as a character. 
and he just goes over Ron's throat. And okay, okay, all right, fine. Like if that's what you want to call it, uh, as far as protection. All right, he may as well not even water rubber then. <laughs> I, I, he may as well went raw. You talking about protection? What protection? Yeah, yeah. They've they they've beat this guy down. They they like he's definitely going to be in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Like I don't I I don't see him in a match at WrestleMania and. Don't ever, don't ever get over by trying to be the best. That it, it just doesn't work. Um, the women's championship. Uh, Ronda Rousey defeated Ruby Riot in minutes after some stalling by Ruby Riot. They didn't make her look serious at all. They barely wasted any TV time building it up. The whole build of this was Charlotte and Becky. So when Ruby got in the ring, they might as well have not even given her an entrance. She looked like such a geek and got destroyed and Rhonda came out um dressed as Sonya Blade uh which I actually thought no, was kind of no, no. cool. No no no. She came out dressed as Sonya Blade from the Street Fighter movie. The movie. Not the video game, the movie. Yeah. Um well, you know the the deal that with Rhonda, right? She's Yeah, yeah, I know. She's the voice for Sonya right. Blade in the new game. It, it, yeah, in the video game, not the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah man y'all already know what it is uh ronda hit her with the arm bar and uh got her the fuck out of there quick but charlotte came out um and she cut a promo before that and said life's good when you're charlotte all this stuff bragging about becky lynch and they showed uh her wearing becky out with a chair at a house show charlotte went and sat ringside during all this and then all of a sudden becky lynch pulled up on the crutches uh walking through the crowd like had the uh, reverse Bruce Lee outfit on. So instead of the all yellow outfit with the black stripes, she had all black with some yellow stripes on. Um, she got in the ring and the fans like were chanting essentially. And they broke into a big Becky chant. All three of them were standing there. The fans were chanting. She's the man. It was amazing. And then all of a sudden, uh, Becky whooped that ass. Uh, when she looked at Charlotte and just started killing her with the crutch, Rousey was just no, watching. Hold on, hold on. You're, you're on, hold on, you're underselling this moment. Becky is rolling in the ring and she looks like completely toast. Like she shouldn't be out there. She's struggling to like, as if like she couldn't like actually put any weight on that leg whatsoever on these crutches. So then she, it's such a struggle. It's such a struggle for her to, to get into the ring. It's such a jerk and laughing at her and, you know. So she takes it as she's just, she's basically damaged goods like she's basically a deer with a with a with a with a broke leg and she's a lion so she has none she has no reason to fear this deer and then all of a sudden that deer ribbed and, and 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 wrapped it around that fucking lion's shoulders and, and legs it was it was just the greatest moment so yeah you can go from there i just i just had to fill in on like she 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 she, t- she got caught slipping she thought it was she thought it was sweet thought it was it a was game not. Thought it was a game. Yeah. Um, and hey, then, this is a sweet lick. Well, this is the wrong place, man. Yes. <laughs> caught, caught them lacking, essentially. Um, yes. yes. So, Becky, um, you know, she offered Ronda the other crutch. And all yes. of a sudden, you know, Ronda out here, inexperienced, you know, trust this woman. And then Becky goes across the back of her head and then hits her in the face um, with the <laughs> with the crutch. Literally. Literally, literally upside her head. Yes. Leaking. 
Yeah. Now you're leaking. Yep. Now you're leaking. Fucking around, play, playing with it. Uh, cr- whole crowd goes nuts. Big Becky chance, but yes. on commentary it was weird. They were like, like Michael Cole was like admonishing Becky for this whole thing, and Graves was behind Becky. So it was like, hold on, y'all better not be trying to cast her as the heel again. I mean, if they want to go for that, I, I God bless them. <laughs> like. Like if that's what they want to do, then then I suggest they go with God because that ain't that ain't gonna be it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like her being out Rhonda and Charlotte and the, and the McMahons, that ain't gonna turn you heel. It's just not. Like on this whole thing, when I, when I watched this segment, it felt like Rhonda's the throw in here, not Charlotte. Um. What I felt like while watching it was, um, I didn't feel that way at all. Um, I, I'm just quite, I'm curious. Why do you feel that way? Just like I don't see what Rhonda's like actually bringing to the program. Like she's not bringing the like talking. She's gotcha. not bringing the 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 any of the emotion behind the match. It's like everyone wants to see Becky whip someone's ass, and then Charlotte's the person everyone's mad at. So really, what are you, Rhonda? Okay, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Okay, I would go the night after Royal Rumble, as far as like the talking part, and like that was is there. Charlotte is there, and she is the like she is the the wet blanket that's thrown upon this party. And people don't and people are upset with her or the company slash her because of her assertion in this thing. When you look down card title gonna need a title contender or someone to fight for the belt like it helps for her to go down card to help out the the rest of the card and also like there was a spot for charlotte in this match from a storytelling perspective because all three of them have done stuff to hate each other for reason for them all hate each other's guts but they have done absolutely jack shit to explain why ronda should hate charlotte and why charlotte should hate ronda they just threw her in there because, well, some storyline said that they just thrown her in there because she's because she is the. Um, now we used to talk about the reason why, like Kevin Durant, when he was young, before he went to uh, when he was still OKC, how and also Derrick Rose, how a lot of the goodwill they had early in their careers by being the answer LeBron after LeBron went to Miami. Yeah, and also like another example is like uh, RG three being the anti Cam Newton, right? <laughs> Well, it's the it's the opposite effect of we love Becky we be, we love Becky to death, and Charlotte all Charlotte is doing is playing the anti Becky. So because of that, she's getting booze. Like there's nothing there. Ron, Becky's being the piss out of out of Charlotte for five months. Right, right, and <laughs> like and, and like, like you I'm, shouldn't I'm, even be here. Like, <laughs> right, you have no you have no standard. You don't have a title. Um, you didn't even, you lost your, your, uh, your last title shot. Uh, you've done nothing but lose in every big match you've been in for the past, uh, or not, or not lose, but either you lost or you failed to win in every big match you've been in for the past five months, you should be on the sideline. Like if wins and losses actually matter, Charlotte has no right to be in as whatsoever. And also people also peep that as well. So I was thinking about this after watching her, uh, uh Charlotte wear another ass whooping from Becky. And I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to be a wreck in like, eight, ten years, or, or six to ten years when Becky goes in the Hall of Fame and Sasha is presenting her 
and Bay goes in the Hall of Fame, and then she gets to Charlotte, and Charlotte starts boohoo crying about like talking about how all the asshole she's worn to get Becky over to this point, and then they cut the uh, Charlotte in the camp, uh, sitting in the sideline, and she's always a wreck because she's Rick Flair's daughter, so of course she's a damn wreck. Like it's going, <laughs> I'm gonna be a wreck watching all that because Charlotte, you say what you want to about you know her being injected to this people upset with her right now. Charlotte has done nothing but but kill herself to get Becky. I feel like that's another reason people are, you know, add to the thing. My thing is like, look, Charlotte has done a lot of work to get this fucking woman over. So it it would be appropriate for her match as well to get some notarization after after this whole thing to try to go on with her career after this. Uh, so that's why I don't care one way or the other what they do as far as singles match or triple threat. But but yeah, man, I. Uh, but as far as Ronathan, like I. I get where you're at because like ever since they did the face to face thing, they have more or less like completely stepped away from that, that dynamic between Rhonda and Becky and have thrown Charlotte in there to basically soak up all the booze that Rhonda was. Right. And, and going to, we hear all the talk about Rhonda's want to get booed. Can it? One more time, James, because you kind of like broke up on in the middle of that. Oh, you know, like Ronda does not like getting booed, even if it's on purpose or whatever. But like, but when they did the face to face thing and like the dynamic turn, and then the crowd was clearly be pro Becky, anti so therefore anti Ronda. Um, yeah, do you really think that's the main, or do you? How much of a fact do you think it is that like Ronda slash WWE had looked up and was like? We don't want Ronda getting booed at all whatsoever, so we're going to ask Charlotte to take all the heat. I think this was always the plan. It was always going to be a three-way, and Mm -hmm. they they decided against the hotter thing due to plans. Uh, Now, do I think I do I identify with that logic of them not wanting Ronda to get booed? Of course I do, because why would they want Ronda Rousey to get booed? Like Ronda never handles like getting booed well. Like the, uh, the thing for me is that I just don't get is if 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 it is true that she's going to go away in the spring, right? For for however long, once she comes back, the booing will be gone. If, like so, you get through this run, you get booed for ten weeks, and then it's and then you're done. And you go home, and you come back in a year or two, or a year and a half or two years, and you're gonna get cheered again. So who gives a shit? I don't. Like, I, yeah. Like, are they are they really? Do you think they're not even thinking about that part? But like, oh, I don't yeah, think like, they're thinking about that part. Which, they're just you know like, every every single time there's ever every time there is a gigantic star, and they get booed the second they leave for whatever reason to come back. They get the, they get the we missed you pop. See, I don't even think they're thinking about that. They're just like, we have this objective, and this is what it is. They've they've barely put Ronda in front of the live audience since that Becky uh, thing. They, they've had her come out there and stand with the title. They've had her do be- all backstage monologues face-to-face with people. They haven't handed her the mic. It's just like, she's just here. Like, <laughs> like, like, like she's just here. Got a point. Um, now... If they come out here fucking tomorrow on Tuesday with Charlotte 
and Ronda have a and they have a match. Ronda go cut the real champion promo. You do that shit, yeah. You do that shit with Ronda every single week where, you know, I have a match with him for you, and then I have a match the next night if they tomorrow, or at least better be an excuse where like Vince or Stephanie or Hunter basically walk out and say, "Nope, you're not doing this. Nope, you're." I don't give a damn what you're doing. You're not in no condition to compete. You're not going to fuck about WrestleMania match. You just had a match, whatever else. You're not going to do it. If either one of them have a match, I'm going to flip a fucking lid. Because it is, it'll, be, it's even, it'll be even worse the the Kendo stick beat down at Survivor Series. It'd be even worse. She, they wrap, she wrapped crutches around these women's bodies. Like, do I need to explain myself other than that? I'm, I'm interested to see where where Becky ends up in the fallout of this because I don't like the language. They're probably going to fire her. They're look, probably going to quote unquote fire her. I don't like the language they used on commentary, so we'll see where this is going. I, I'm what I'm assuming is they they're saying that she's suspended. She's took it over the line. She's already suspended. She she would be here, and she actually and she hurt these women severely. I'm I'm assuming tomorrow they come out and they fire. That's what I'm assuming. It could happen, and then she has to fight her way back into not being fired. And then get unsuspended, and then get back into her match. Like she has to do three things. Um, so we got a new Intercontinental Champion, Finn Balor, defeated Bobby Lashley yeah. and the moneytistic Leo Rush. And <laughs> no, I thought it was moneyistic. No, moneytistic. It's moneytistic. Okay. Yes. Um, and yeah, so this is. I've, you beat the you you beat the manager for the Intercontinental Championship. What? If this ain't some Vince Russo ass shit, I don't know what is. Yeah, um, it was not a good match. Lashley ended up turning on Rush at the end, um, or just just did a move to him. Uh, I wonder if there's some type of heat on Leo Rush for some, or you know, this is a backstage thing, or where they're going with this. Because, look, Lashley was dead in the water before they put him with Leo Rush. Imagine yep. if they're going to separate him now. Good God! So, yeah. Well, I, I, what I think they're doing is they're separating him from they're they're getting rid of Leo so they can actually do this fucking faction, this shitty faction that oh they my have. God and horrible. Good, look, good luck. Team Sleep, Team Dude, Boring, uh, team, team Charisma yeah. Vacuum, Team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like when the and, and the and the thing about it is like during that match, the only good parts of the match for the match were the part when Leo was in. Yeah. So. Um. So, their idea is to get rid of the more the like the part that the part of the act for Lashy that talks and the part of the act that's actually entertaining. So, all right. Best of luck. Like, how long is this contract? Does do anyone know? No one knows, but I don't think AEW will be trying to reach out to Bobby Lashley. So, um, no. Finn Balor, we, we're, we're getting a lot of good booking uh, tonight uh, with, <laughs> you know, with, with the so-called AEW effect. Uh, they don't, Brian Alvarez tweeted, tweeted out, they don't want anyone leaving. So, we saw the Usos win championships, saw Balor get a championship. Sasha and Bailey uh, won championships. We'll get to that in a moment, but Balor getting the, the IC title. Um, I think it's a good look for him, and it's and long for- overdue, and something he's fought for for like, you know, like last year around this time he was in the Intercontinental Title picture. He never won it, so it's nice to see like a year later he actually clears that hurdle, bro. And especially after, you know, 
it makes sense that a person that that had the the universal champion on the fucking ropes, the number, the brand's top belt on the rope, just a month ago, that he gets put into a shot for the second belt, and he ends up winning it because he put the top guy on the ropes. Makes sense. Yeah, and Finn Balor has been involved in the IC title race since about May of 2017, actually. Uh, I think there was a time where, when you weren't paying attention to wrestling at the moment, like you were on one of the post-WrestleMania deals, and they actually had the match that they did at WrestleMania 34 on Monday Night Raw as a triple threat, and it was 22 minutes, and I believe it was the, either for the Intercontinental Championship or it was a number one contenders match, and that was really good. I think it was better than the WrestleMania match, but hmm. uh, Balor, uh, Rollins, and Miz were involved in that. And uh, it's, it's good to see Balor finally get something, like, <laughs> or else yeah. he was gonna have to like start answering questions, like, bro, when's your contract up? Um, <laughs> so, so they're gonna have an actual, they're gonna have another match, and it's gonna be a singles match, and then like Balor has to beat him, right? I hope. And then like what? So okay, so after this last, okay, my guess what I'm asking is, can we disperse of Lashley from Finn Balor? And going to WrestleMania with Balor versus a new challenger. Can we do that, please? We might be able to because I, I think all those other guys might be stuck in the Andre the Giant battle world. Maybe Finn Balor is too. But um, I, I think you, you should give Finn Balor a match and let him defend the belt. Um, I do too. Especially if there's going to be less uh, crap at the top of the car. Yeah, the Usos uh, won the tag team championships. I was very happy about this. Fuck 12. Uh, Jimmy Uso squared off with the cops over the weekend and won the championship. That man's a hero out here. Uh, Jimmy Uso is above the law. Um, <laughs> can't it's be stopped. Super over. Yeah. And these guys took the belts off the atrocious Shane McMahon Miz team. And it's good to see the Usos getting rewarded here. You're never going to get me upset yeah, about um, them putting the belts on the Usos. I saw some jackass tweet. When, when are yeah. we going to talk about when the Usos are over pushed? I was like, I, I quote tweeted and ducked on them. Bitch, never. Like, <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Like, I mean, I guess you, <clears throat> I guess you could argue that over pushed because they have always been either in the title picture or in the, or they always have either been contending or fighting for contendership and then you have the backdrop of a team like uh gallows anderson or a team like sanity but outside of that like i mean it's only five teams in the division these right. things going for you going for a whole ass year like you're going some i mean obviously and also so like technically they are over pushed but like not they're not like you know they're not like the Jennifer Hall or some shit like that like and also like they're over so shit doesn't matter like it this isn't what what's the word like this isn't a participation trophy shit like you you have to get to a certain level to actually be somebody that should be in a slot and the Usos are in the new day in the bar in Miz and Shane um, mostly Miz because of the work he's done over the past uh, two years. There are people that deserve to be in these certain slots. Now, does that mean that um, Anderson and Gallo should, ne should never get a, a shot? No, absolutely not. They should actually be in the title one. They should be beating like the bar right now or whoever else is not um, in the hunt. Or they, you know, now that we have um, Nakamura and Rusev as a team, like they're probably going to run. But 
it is what it is. Um, you know what that's setting up to be? That we putting all these dopey tag teams together uh, for WrestleMania, and they can all have a clusterfuck match together. I mean, okay, so what I would enjoy, what I would like to see most out of anything, is if they did a Miz and Sheamus match, I'm sorry, Miz and, and um, Shane match, in, versus every all the all the ace tag team, all the top tag teams in SmackDown. So the Usos, the New Day, the Bar, and they go out there and they have a four way TLC match at WrestleMania. Like I thought, uh, and that way you can minimize uh, you can minimize Shane, and you go out there and have a great match, and you can also say you know the Usos got the real moment. It wasn't no fucking five minute squash match by the Bludgeon Brothers, uh, and you go from there, and it'll be one of the, it'll, it'll be a match that you, you can almost, you can just basically set it there, you have all the fact that they've been feuding with each other for a whole ass year, um, and the New Day and the Usos even longer, and you just set it there, and you'd be like, look, no, I don't know what's gonna happen with this car, but with anyone else, or anything, I know that match is gonna be good, and people will tune in for that for that one, yeah, right? Right. Um, now watch them do some other shit, one, but whatever. One thing like, I it's, forgot it's there to, for the take. One thing I forgot to mention at the top of the show: it felt good to see the WWE Championship back in the main event where it belongs um, after oh, yeah. a whole yeah, ash year that <laughs> that that yeah. has been buried in the mid card and everywhere else. Um, was was fasting last time? It was the uh, last time it was the, the main event. Yes, and that was because it was a, wow. it was a SmackDown only show. Wow. Um. And the wow. beginning match, Sasha Banks and Bailey are your first ever WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. So, uh, what? I, I was happy to see this result. Uh, I thought they were going to go for, for the bullshit to make them uh, to have Nia and Tamina. Always got to send a bitch chasing. Yep, always got to send a bitch on, on this this fucking journey that might not be nothing on the other side, or that would be yeah. at the main or excuse me the um, WrestleMania pre-show with a half-empty building. Building. I'm glad they didn't yeah. do that. Um, they came in first and they were the match. There was a long period in the middle of this match where it was not good. Um, by the time we Luck. got down to the to the very end, I thought they did a really good job actually um, with Mandy and uh, Sonya, and I kind of believed like some of the near falls at the end. I was like, oh man, I hope they don't beat Sasha. And then Sasha kicks out of her finish, and you know she applies a new version of the bank statement. Hopefully she used that going forward, but uh, it was good to see Sasha and Bailey four horsewomen bringing in some championships like normal being on top where they hey. should be. Hey bro. Um, so are we ready? To, are we ready to fully like, I mean, there's still time. You let me know, but are you ready to, to, are you ready to hop on the on the bandwagon with me? That Sonya, Sean, are you are you ready yet? Are I'm, you there yet? I mean, I don't I don't really look at either of them like <laughs> like one's necessarily better than the other. Um, one is one is one is better than the other one. <laughs> That's where I'm getting at on that one. Like I'm not saying I'm not saying that one's incompetent or and one is. I'm saying I'm saying um, I'm saying that like they seem to both be. Uh, competent but i think one's better than the other one and i think they're pushing the wrong one yellow hair that's where i'm at on that speaking of yellow hair she like started or ended the match with way less of the yellow hair in than she she came out with 
<laughs> so I saw someone uh, put that out there. I thought that was kind of funny, but uh, I would probably give this one about a three and a half. Um, and the match was not a disaster. And credit to them for figuring mm, that out. I mean, okay, so no, we thought this was this thing could be like elimination chamber intercontinental title 2015 level this oh yeah it wasn't no it no, was no, not it, that okay no 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 it, it was not a disaster but yeah let me start off there i agree with you it wasn't a disaster was it good i don't know um I, we got to talk about like like the way they treat the iconics like bro i didn't believe them it was like almost tough people at all like when they were doing their their run of beating all the girls up i was like i don't believe this whole run the iconic whole run it, it felt like as if like th- this was a spot show and they just threw in two people that came up came fresh out of out of a out of a like training session or not out of a training class like they just did their they just did six weeks with lance and with at lance or with uh or with like uh sumi sakai and, and, and cheeseburger or somebody and it like it just got thrust out there to, to go work it's like i don't I don't, I don't get it. Like, how are they on the main roster? I mean, I know how they're on the main roster, but how are they on the main roster? Like, they, they, are not. They're, they're, they're in the words of, uh, in the words of, uh, of the great Ti. They're substandard, <laughs> substandard. It just was not. The, the, the iconic matches um, are wrestled under substandard conditions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, and then, like, I mean, but all the other teams, I mean, I mean, Nia and Tamina, they weren't good either. But, like, I mean, like, living, living Sarah, like, they were good. Um, I mean, most, this was a pleasant surprise. Most people were better than, but there were parts in this match, like, with, like, the Samoan team and the Australian team that just, like, killed, just hurt the, hurt the matching points. Like, not running just, can we talk about that that angle of how Nia ran into the, yo, ran through the fucking she, thing? Yo, she ate that shit, but like, she didn't but, even look like she was but, attacking Bailey. That's my point. That's my point. It looks running a straight line through this thing when Bailey is like, it on hanging off the ropes or hanging off the pole. And she, it wasn't like Bailey moved out the way. She stepped right the fuck there, stationary as. I'm just going to run straight through this thing as opposed to attack my opponent. Why? I, I don't know. Maybe she thought the camera cuts would like, save her. All right, we're back. We had some uh, difficulties. I was saying maybe Naya thought the um, camera cuts were going to save her. Dude, if that's the case, and like this is like the biggest disservice to, um, this is the biggest disservice to a wrestler since like or since like I guess uh Abushi and Osprey did that backflip uh mid kick deal at, at Wrestle Kingdom this year. I was like, what the fuck are y'all like what are you doing, Osprey? Have you lost your mind? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I uh yeah, it, it was just it was bad. And I don't even know how Cameron would have fixed it because you clearly see Bailey like hang I mean all throughout the match you see them have the gigantic space or not gigantic space, but like there's like two feet of space between the pod in the the ring post and you see bailey hugged up on the ropes against the ring post on the outside so if we're to run through you're just like even if they got a, a straight on from the car cam and you can't see like the depth in the difference 
you still know that like Bailey's arm, Bailey's hooked up against the ring post. So she clearly just ran right past her as opposed to, and then Bailey didn't even move. So it's like, I, well, I, and then I, I thought that at a certain point, I thought that what I saw, cause you saw uh, Sasha coming towards Bailey. I thought what was going to happen was that Sasha was going to drag her through the ropes to save her. Mm-hmm. And she's going to go, and she's going to run through the post or something. And then she goes through the thing. I'm like, House, how, how sis, how? <laughs> how does that? How does, my mind, my mind was just boggled. And then, like you know, I mean, that is an iffy way to get her to fuck out of there to protect her. Um, I mean, she's still a dumbass for running through the thing, but like, it still protects her as like the, the Strowman ass like banana peel deal. And then, like, they just pin Tamina because yeah. Tamina's the geek. Yeah. Like Tamina is the Yano. She's there to take the, all the pinfalls. Pin eater as we say uh but yeah yes. man it, it felt good seeing uh after all the bad booking all the burials all the misdirection all the them being away from the spotlight to see them get the championships hopefully they are allowed to do something cool with it maybe they can defend those titles against you know eo and uh Kyrie at some point uh maybe they can you know you know, pretty much open it up, travel brand to brand. Like, you know, Sasha says she wants to do all this cool shit. So let her, it's like, let these belts, like they don't have to be literally them defending against the riot squad 30 times over the next year. This can be whatever they want to make it as cool as they want to make those belts. They can make them, but I feel, you know, hopefully they do it. So I won't even cast a, you know, what I think they'll do yet. Hopefully they just, you know, do something good with it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's a Bellas, a, there's a the, there's a potential of the Bellas, of course. Uh, I remember when they were doing those terrible uh, those terrible segments with Alexa Bliss because all she does is have terrible segments now. Um, they mentioned that like it would be cool to defend a title that they have tag titles and then defend them against Trish and Lita. So that's always at play because they, they 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 you know they spoken into existence. So um, but we'll see. Like I, I think that um I would I mean obviously you know if you ask me who I'm rooting for I'm rooting for Kyrie and Eo to, to get to go out there, um, but you know um I don't, I don't think that's what we'll get I think that might be too soon, and also like you know Eo might end up getting a title shot at uh, at the next uh, takeover. Right. So um can, so we'll can, see. Can, can we have Sasha and Bailey just go down to NEC takeover to defend the belts? Can can we put that in the in the air? I mean, if they if they're gonna be roving champions, they can rove their ass back to full sale. Yeah, I mean, I, like I, I've had a steadfast rule that like I won't go to no, I won't go to any, um, I won't go to any NXT house shows in this area until they make Donnie Gargano the NXT champion. However, um, that ain't got shit to do with the taping. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will take my I will take my hat to the the full set of go see Sasha and Bailey versus EO, EO and Kyrie in a heartbeat. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Shut up and take my money. Yeah. Overall, and- Elimination Chamber. I think you know for the matches that didn't produce on the the higher end scale, they got the winners right in most cases, except right. the Strowman thing. Yeah, I'll um, say except for one. And I really enjoyed that the main event a lot. Uh, I would probably go like four point seven five or something like that. And mm-hmm. it was just like that was a real, real special uh, performance by Kofi. And 
I, I loved how the New Day ran in at the end. I'm glad they weren't tempted to do some bullshit where Big E and, and Xavier jump him after the match or something. Like, I would have just oh been God. gutted had or, they done some shit like that. Or Luke Harper comes comes from out of the chamber. Where yeah. it's like, oh, no. Like, they didn't do any of that. You yeah. know any of the any of the classic any of the classic Mr. Man tropes? They let we'll go out there and let all six of them go out there and have a have a well wrestled match um, for the top prize in the in the on the brand, and um, it was and people had emotional or people were living and dying with one guy and they and they ran with that throughout the match and it was well wrestled throughout and it escalated and it kept um, and it kept you know going higher and higher it kept peaking so it's a great match. Um, it's going to be in a wrestle. It's going to be in a match of the year contender for the main roster. Definitely. Yeah. You, uh, want to talk about this Jay white thing real quick before we get up out of here. Uh, what, what about Jay white? He won the IWGP championship this past week, James. Oh yeah. We haven't. Oh yeah. We haven't talked since then. Yeah. That's, I mean, I, I, mean, I kind of alluded to it on the, um, LOP show. So I, you know, I must think, all right, you can talk about it. If you want to, what you want? What's, what's up? What's on your mind? Oh man. <laughs> So, uh, Jay White won the IWGP championship from yes. Hiroshi Tanahashi at the yeah. new beginning. Uh, yes. Not in a classic match. Not in Correct. not in, not in a match of the year candidate. Correct. Not in a match that will have people talking about it. Just a, just a match. Correct. Um, oh, it was a very good match, but the bulk of the reason why the match was it, it was on the work of of Tanahashi just being you know perhaps the greatest seller of all time. Um, like he, he's just fantastic, and he he busts his ass. Like this was, I was watching a match, and it felt like, and I'm like Tanahashi was selling as almost like he was like this was like his last match. Like it's a retirement match, and he has <laughs> and he's on a hurt wheel, and he's like just fighting for his life. Like that's the kind of like way he was selling his match. It was incredible, um, and you know, like the thing for me that like just gets me is, you know, we in our in the era of New Japan that we like got into it. it I mean, there was you know, there's a Bushi, there was Nakamura, there was um, Okada, Tanahashi, um, there was the Rise of Omega, there's you know the Rise of of Naito and um, and um, Lij, and then you have people like Hiromu or whoever else that, that that are along with that. And the way, like the charisma and the emotion and feeling, and add Jericho to this too as well. Minoru Suzuki too, whatever. Like everything that is done in between the moves has a purpose like it's not just the level it's not just on the level of everything done in the ring is for a reason every every move done in the ring has a meaning like the Bret Hart thing like there's no everything means something like everything but everything between that also works too it's not it's not just the notes on the music it's also between the notes between the beats and there is something where I'm watching like you know I watch Ishi matches or watch whoever else let's at the top of New Japan and then I watch these big Jay White matches and he's like he keeps up with them wrestling wise and you know 
Like he's not no he's not no bum. He's not the. I won't even say he's just a good worker. He's a very good worker. But the stuff between and being able to translate to where you watch these matches between all these great guys from the past, you know, four years, five years, whatever it's been, four years. And the emotion translate, you feel what they feel, you see what they, like, you even recognize what they're thinking. That even happens at WWE, like, I can't tell you how many times, like, I've been, like, how many times I've loved Kevin Owens matches because, like, something will happen and something will fall into place, and, like, he'll look at, like, oh, I see a table on the floor. Oh, I see my opponent is hurt. Oh, I'm by the, oh, I'm by the top rope. And then you see the gears going in his head and stuff like that. And that's just like, that's WWE. That's all the top guys and all the top promotions around, around the world. Like they all have that. Right. But Jay white to be able to translate to where like someone that is in the nosebleed somewhere, not, not with a not you sitting at home with HD television, um, that can see through his hair and everything. Um, from just five feet away, people from the nosebleeds can see and tr- all that all that emotion translate. Charlotte Charlotte crying and, and selling and being in agony of um, getting her ass whooped uh, from Becky Lynch for the past five months. Same thing, and but his doesn't do that. And for me, like it bothers the fuck out of me because I'm like, where is this guy? I, I watch these matches. And I'm like, where the fuck is this guy? Like, yes, he's there when it's time to do this, this, and this as far as the moves, but like. Where where is the where is all of the stuff between the notes? Like, right? Like he is like for me, it's almost like I'm watching a robot wrestle. And like that's fine. Like they're like he's I'm not I have, I have nothing to say about his wrestling ability in the ring as far as the moves and being in the right place at the right time. All that's there. But my but it drives me up a fucking wall when he's supposed to be playing like a like a this I could deal with someone being arrogant. I could deal with someone being smug. I could be someone be- uh I could deal with someone feeling like they're placed well above or or whatever else. And I'm good with that. I can get get into that character. And I even I even listen to some of his promos. And like his promos with with what he's trying to do, like I get I I get where he's cut co- where he's trying to go for. And I'm and I'm not and I'm more I'm more uh assured of th- on that end than the other stuff. But get these matches and he just washes off the fucking screen. Like it you just it's like I'm I'm watching O'Connor just rustle a just rustle a uh just a soulless person. I'm watching Tanahashi put his damn heart and everything into this match and he's just wrestling just uh he's just wrestling a guy. And and, and it's like I don't know how this I don't know anything other than say like he just his charisma. It's almost like the Tin Man. It's like they have this dude has no heart. Just they just put they just put bear, like he's from that. Imagine if Baron Corbin was a great wrestler, and but like but with the moves wow. or whatever else. Like that's like, funny. But nothing else translates as far as the emotion of those. And like I understand people are saying like you know, it's it's a dry thing. Whatever. It's like that that dry shit is cool. However, like I can't I can't get dry from outside of the first five rows. Of, of of being in there, so and like you watch that match, and like the beginning of the match was he's working when you know he's in control and Tanahashi doing all the selling in the world. The crowd's into it and they're living with and dying with Tanahashi, and then they start doing more tra- 
you know, trading back and forth or whatever else, and then they kind of get lost. And then it wasn't until Tanahashi fired up and slapped them that where they got back into the match. And it's like, see, that's shit we're talking about. Like, every, that's the thing I'm talking about in these matches. Like, nothing works unless it's the other guy that's the great person that can, like, you can feel all of the emotion all the way from, the, from 100 yards away. But Jay White ain't got that yet. At least not yet. I'm not saying it's not there. It won't get there eventually. But and maybe, you know, it's a thing that he'll pick up from experience, being with more veteran guys than Tanashi. But, like, you know, he got hot-shotted. There ain't, ain't no way around other than he got hot-shotted. And we'll see where this goes from here. But, like, <laughs> he got hot-shotted. The most prestigious, to me, the most prestigious style of professional wrestling. So, yeah. good luck um, with that. Like, they, y'all, they've decided they like, that. They've decided that. Out of worse holes than this, but we'll see where this goes. They weren't lying when they said it's a new era. Um, <laughs> and th- that's been the whole theme of this, this Jay White thing. And he's essentially the the default de facto Kenny Omega replacement in New Japan uh, as, a, as a regular there, even though J- he, Omega's going to go back. And it's probably not going to be the same as it was. Uh, <clears throat> it sucks that, you know, I, uh, apparently the plan was Okada Omega 5 at Madison Square Garden now turns into a Jay White title defense. And that's just like... I I made the joke um, going from, you know, Jordan at North Carolina to Jerry Stackhouse at North Carolina. Yeah, the game, the gang is the same, but this is a totally different thing. Like, so and and like, you know, just that standard in in New Japan is just like, you know, the I feel like some of the wind comes out of the sails with that for, uh, you know, their plans to go into America if they're, you know, going with with Jay White for a long time. And I don't necessarily think that's the case. Like this could be a thing where he's literally getting substituted in and Okada still takes the belt off of him at Madison square garden. And it's back to greatness uh, at the top, like normal. And maybe they just feel like they want to try to make a star with a guy, which I can't begrudge a company for trying to make a star with somebody. But the, the thing is, it's like, he does not jump off the page to me, like, at all. Like, I, I don't feel a sense of like, you know, them being spectacular at anything, it's just this. this yeah. He's he's a dude. They, 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 he's a dude that came out of their dojo, and you know wrestling companies are partial to guys that that go through their developmental systems. And we talked about right. this many times. Why a lot of these pushes happen in WWE um, the way mm-hmm. they do because they feel like they are investing in these people, and he's an investment. And it's uh it's not the most exciting thing in the world uh for me <laughs> looking yeah. at someone that that enjoys spectacular wrestling and you know just literally sport redefining wrestling like once i start seeing all these five star and fi- over five star matches uh for that belt for this long you're not gonna sell me that this is the same thing like that this is as great like it's not like <laughs> yeah um yeah i I'm not writing him off because he's young or whatever else. Right? You know who like, else is young, and, James? Huh? You know who oh, else is young? A lot no, of guys. guys. No, no. What, I, what I'm saying is this, right? I'm not willing to write him off because he's not 30 yet, right? So I, I'm, he's going to get he's gonna get plenty at bats. He's not a bum. He's not even just good. I think he's very good. The problem is being very good in New Japan pro wrestling with Naito's and Ibushi's and Okada's and Tanahashi's and, you know, and Ishii's and, and, and all that, like in Ospreys and whoever else you, and uh, even Sabres like, nah, it's not, 
he's the top gaijin is like who if you tell me like it he's he's he is the he's the, the highest gaijin right now he's a champion but you ask me where he should be you ask most people where he should be in the pecking order it, based on merit he'd be third probably a distant third right so that's kind of, that's where we are and like he's gonna he's going to have to get better to live up to where they put where they slotted him and he's gonna have look, all the opponents to do it yeah he's gonna get all the opponents to do it so it's going so you know we get into speculation because pretty soon we gonna see yeah um so it's gonna be time to show and prove and i was saying this after the after um i was pissed off because i didn't get the i didn't get the great the great okada match that i thought was, i got a really good okada match at Kingdom. so um and that shit, does, doesn't is, that shit just got, burn you up like <laughs> Like we got it. Yeah, you know, it's like we got a G one. I mean, so look, look. We have, we have, um, we have the G one. We have these pay per views to get through. Um, we have the MSG show. So, I mean, who knows if he comes over uh, to do some ring a uh, ring auditor? Who knows what they do? But like, we'll we'll know. Like, we'll know by the time we get like, and we have the Dallas shows, whatever else. Like, we'll know by the time we get to like uh, by the time we get through August. We'll know. Yeah. Um... Also, Chris Jericho had a really good uh, interview on Wrestling Observer Radio uh, that's highly recommended. He offered some unique thoughts on, you know, everything New Japan has done with their U.S. expansion going back to the first time they showed up, uh, where he thinks they kind of, you know, shot short of what they could have been. And And they're also not putting out cards. Yeah, and not putting out cards, like, till a week before. And it's just not going to work like that in this country. Right. The whole deal with them um, aiming low is like when you aim low, you become low. Like, like why the f- like he said they should have just canceled the fucking shows. Like if they couldn't get the guys in with the visas, he said that um, you know when they're doing these shows at the Globe, that shit looks low rent. Like, <laughs> like just just aim fucking higher. If you tell people it's important, it's gonna be important. Okay, so I get what he means on that front, but at the same time, like I'm not begrudging no promoter for not coming off, like just a history of, prom- of wrestling promotion or whatever else. I'm not coming off. I'm not begrudging no promoter for for not uh for not refunding money, right? Like unless there was unless there was you know some type of. Uh, I think that was kind of more of a throw in, but I think his overall point was like they should have always been coming a lot harder and a lot bigger buildings and and making these things a bigger priority because what right. they've essentially done is like. Well, I mean, but at least with the Charlotte, in the case of the Charlotte show, right? The Charlotte show, like. Those were the B. Those are going to be the B team shows anyway. Those gonna, that was going to be their, their quote unquote Largo loop. They sent out to Charlotte. It just happened to sell out, but it didn't turn out even worse when they were like the visas didn't come through. Because I remember the other they had uh, they had the the A team was going to L A. Right? Uh, yeah. Or no, the A teamers were going to were in Japan actually. <laughs> okay, I, I knew it was they were somewhere besides that because they had to do something else. Yeah, and I I think it's a really interesting like listen like to see you know with the omega interview and now jericho's like how these guys are perceiving like the management of new japan and you know how valued they felt and Mm -hmm. spoiler alert it it don't feel like they were really like you know with these guys so and these guys look like they're they're still willing to work with new japan but um there's a lot of like pride and ego in the way and uh i guess that story that Meltzer put out the end of last year with um there being unhappiness uh we know where that came from now 
I mean, we always knew where it came from, though. It was like, well, what you think? Like, like it's confirmed to now. <laughs> like, I mean, but serious. Like, do you think that? Did, like, did anyone think that? Like, uh, for example, do you think anyone think that? Like, Naito was talking to Fumi, and then Fumi you were relaying what he heard from Naito to to Jim Valley and and, and Melser. <laughs> no, we always knew that it was going to be it was Kenny and whoever else uh, that's involved with, that's, that's that speak that's an English speaker that's in that's in that you know that's has a connection to Melser was relaying him that situation. That's in the game. And sure enough, that's the people that we all thought it was is exactly who it was. And I don't even say that it was a, a compared to like, you know, some of the issues we hear about uh, people on the roster when it comes to WWE, these were minor disagreements. Like we have people, like they weren't even about their spots. It was like, look, y'all aren't being as ambitious trying to go overseas. And and in Japan and in New Japan offices, like you might have a point, but we're going to do what we want to do. And then they're getting frustrated because they're not going full speed ahead. Right. And like, you know, like that's, that's on them as a business to try to figure out how full force they want to go into a foreign marketplace. I mean, and, I, and honestly, if I was them, I wouldn't take it from some fucking wrestlers. <laughs> As it's like, look, man, we're going to do what we're going to do in and whatever, and maybe bit him on the ass at Kenny and and um, and Jericho left, but I think they'll be okay. Like, I don't think they're going to, you know, I don't think that, um, I don't think that them not being there right now is, is going to hurt them right now. Now, you know, we'll see what happens when it comes to MSG as far as uh, the resale market for yeah, their tickets. That thing as far is as collapsing. Whether or not, whether or not, I don't know, like, look, they already sold what they're going to sell, but I'm more or less as far as like the turnout for like Jay White versus whoever, if it's Jay White indeed, like if there's going to be butts and seats for that. Um, So we'll see on that. But like, I think eventually like once that's over, the ROH show is over, the, the split show. They're going to reevaluate. They have to reevaluate their whole relationship because they got to sell out Dallas, they got to sell out London, and like, I, look, they have Saber, they have uh, Osprey, but I don't think that's going to be enough. Yeah, um, I know one place that they don't have to worry about selling out is uh, Las Vegas, double or nothing. AEW, <laughs> <laughs> these dudes are selling tickets at, at an unprecedented rate for uh, someone with no type of TV and everything else, and you know it has thrown uh, the internet like the psychos into a tailspin. I don't you know know how anyone is spinning this uh as anything other than a success chris jericho put out a great promo um that <laughs> he yeah. credited himself for all the uh the deal yeah. he said it wasn't the fans it wasn't you know any of these other fools on the card he listed everyone from omega to Britt baker um to joey janela and he was just awesome but i uh, that them they they might need to aim higher as well like these like they have something right now that is moving people to part with their money at unprecedented rates um <laughs> yeah i mean I, I see i think the thing for me is um i want to see what it was what it looks like for this uh what is the jacksonville show is is there like an Nobody idea when the jacksonville yet. show is probably july okay I, I want to see where we are after the after the after the Jacksonville show, and then we'll go from there. Like if they sell that out too, then like look, maybe I need to look into doing a monthly big show, whatever. I mean, obviously we still don't even know what their TV is or whatever, but um, like if they're going to give, I mean, because obviously um, 
as far as their number of their fan base, like it's not nearly it's not nearly as big, but their fan base is clearly loyal as hell. And if you keep giving the loyal super loyal, super duper loyal fan base what they want and keep you know keep things fresh and don't do anything to jump the shark, then they'll, then they'll be successful. Um, and ultimately, all I really want is I want to watch as much good wrestling as possible. So if they can add to that, I'm glad. I, I hope they stay around. Yeah, I hope they stay around because like. You know, there are a lot of places that do good wrestling. Um, and But the thing is, like, there are so many things that, that make it feel like it's minor league or it's not worth your time, even if it is good, to where you just kind of, you know, keep it to the side of everyone else. Like, like, you know, me and you last year, like, we loved Slammiversary. But, and I know you've, I know you've kept up in watching um, Impact, but, like, I haven't, I, I've only watched, like, bits and pieces there ever since, Right. So I fell off at a certain point. Yeah. So, and that's the thing, like there's just so much, there's so much, um, there's so much product out there that is like, you got to figure out a way to, um, make it to where you become a priority. And, you know, I think AEW has a potential to actually become a priority as opposed to, you know, the Lucha undergrounds to come around or, um, MLW and you know at different points they've done all done good or great work is just you know trying to figure out how to become a priority and I think AEW actually has a chance to become a priority wow is another example of people doing good work but you know their whole situation is so fucked because they you can't even get their new season up you can't even watch if you unless you watch it live you, you're fucked mm-hmm. yeah, so man. yeah <clears throat> like, like Tess became champion this week like I, I found out on Twitter yeah um yeah i i think with AEW and in, in selling out uh those tickets just at this astronomical rate something special is happening and they have uh, they have at least like a couple years of like great matches like in them so uh as jericho right. was mentioning it uh also there was a really good tony khan interview with jericho as well as dave Meltzer. um yeah so uh you know is going is going to keep rolling on and getting bigger more news coming out week by week um but yeah that's i like if you're coming out here bending over backwards trying to say you know anything <laughs> anything but to the contrary you sound crazy like <laughs> and, yeah and the thing for me is i if you're a wwe fan let's say you're let's say um you don't believe the WWE will change the way it books or whatever else because AEW there, people are upset. Okay, fine. At least, at the least, if AEW is another viable option for people to go to go somewhere else besides WWE and be there and they come back to WWE so they can clear up some of the bloated roster, then that alone is a win. Like, if you don't want to watch AEW, you don't. But them taking a number of people per year for a certain amount of time and then they go there and they run and they come back, that helps to churn so you can keep these, these matchups fresh and they can come out with new ideas as opposed to seeing, like, uh, you know, the perfect example is when people talk about Randy Orton and John Cena, how they wrestled 5,000 times or 
or whatever else. Like we don't have to, you know, hopefully in a situation where we don't have to go through seeing a third, a third uh, Rollins versus Ambrose in terms of after they've done nothing but excellence two times in a row, they just give you shit or, you know, having to see AJ versus um, AJ versus Daniel Brown for the fourth time in like four months in big matches. Right. So, or, you know, like, that's the thing where another example why I thought like another reason why um, for people that talk about the whole Charlotte thing being added to the, uh, the match. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 